function plays a critical role in empowering and enabling the organization for success and revenue growth through the contract lifecycle. But in today's current environment, in-house leaders are quickly focusing on reviewing their contracts for the force majeure provision to understand, of course, their rights and obligations. But for some, that means quickly trying to get their arms around those contracts. Where are they? How many? With whom? While at the same time, fielding queries from all over the business. In this episode of Next Law Ignite, I connect again with Lucy Bassley, formerly Assistant GC of Legal Ops and Contracts at Microsoft and consultant with Next Law House Solutions. Lucy conceived and managed the global contracting operation for Microsoft for more than 20,000 purchasing agreements annually across more than 100 countries. Lucy, thanks for joining me again today. So when you think about contracting in today's environment, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Well, I've always said that contracts are, of course, the backbone to any commercial activity and any corporate function, really. But today, more than ever, contracts are top of mind for people. And the first thing that comes to mind right now is uh, getting out of contracts or checking very quickly rights and obligations and duties under the changing commercial environment we're all in. The short answer to that probably is the force majeure provision, to be very specific. That's the top of mind for me when I think about contracts today and the legal help that uh, companies are probably seeking. And I think probably, Lucy, one of the biggest challenges right now, right, is is the sheer volume of questions um, that corporate legal teams are facing from their business clients about contract obligations and rights. So what would you say or what would you recommend um, that they do to deal with this volume? Now, first things first is people want a response. The clients are going to want a response. They're also in a heightened sense of concern right now, as we all are. Um, for them, potentially, it's a business blocker or it's it's work stoppage issue. And so they need to hear back from their legal team. And so I would say we have to respond. We may not have the whole answer. I think being transparent with the fact that the legal team doesn't have the whole answer is okay. But putting some sort of a placeholder and saying we are looking into it, we are aware that these are the top concerns right now, uh, and we'll get back to you within and give an estimated amount of time, That would be my best suggestion right now. Give them some sense of, uh, A, we've got your back, we're looking into this, and B, you will hear from us and give them some expectations. In the course of that immediate response that you want to give or or that quick response, what you want to have is some sort of a standard answer and approach that your entire legal team can use so that you're all on the same page, especially if you're trying to give some immediate legal advice on perhaps the force majeure provision or a termination clause. If you're pretty certain that that is going to be the question that's going to come up over and over again, have some uh, response that you can use that is going to be common across the legal team in a way that provides somewhat of a satisfying answer to the client that you are looking into it and gives them at least a baseline of understanding of that legal term. So it may not be the full answer by any means, but it could provide them with some guidance on what the intention is of your standard contracting template, perhaps. No, that makes sense. But how can a legal team provide a standard answer when there are so many variations across contracts and relationships with their contracting counterparties? I think the most important thing is, again, to give the assurances that A, you're looking into it, but B, your documents are structured already in a way that has this intention to protect the company by preparing a provision in a certain way using specific language. So I would provide some uh, basic education, really, or some basic you know, insights into what the intention is of your standard provision, assuming and hoping that the standard provision is the one that was in fact utilized in this particular contract, this is where we would anticipate our position to be. 
Having said that, then reserve, of course, the right to look in deeper into the particular contract that's the subject of the question. There's still, just still so much volume. Is there anything in-house counsel can do to enable the business to be more self-sufficient right now? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question because it's still a matter of volume right now and just keeping up with the answers, even with the best intention and the best laid plans that we just discussed. This is definitely an opportunity to create some frequently asked questions. Not too many, not too detailed. We don't want to overwhelm the client, but it's a great opportunity to use an internal website if you already have one established. It's a great opportunity to use an automated response from your email or at least even to have some FAQs that you can put into your signature line in your email, or that you can copy and paste into an email response. And again, share that with the legal team so everybody has access to it. But I'm sure that by now, even a few weeks of more than a month into this situation we found ourselves, we already have some idea of the kind of questions that will be coming to us. Certainly documenting those and having them readily available is a great place to start. Well, what is an example of a standard answer then, Lucy, that the business would find both satisfying and useful? I think in order to uh, make sure, again, you're serving the client in an effective way um, while trying to be efficient, I think a standard answer could be something along the lines of, typically in our contracts, we always ensure to include a provision that protects our company in such events that we're facing today. Having, of course, the insight that we have now and realizing that this is truly an unprecedented situation in today's climate and environment, we will have to do a little bit of a deeper research into the actual impacts in the contract that you're asking us about. But we have a very strong inclination that we will end up in this sort of position and then describe the position. So you need to give people enough to know that this is being taken seriously um, and you're not, you know, you're, you're really not giving them kind of an it depends answer and we're not sure and we have to look back and we'll get, get to you, you know, at some point. That is what corporate legal, corporate legal teams are, are kind of often accused of, which is always unfortunate. Uh, but we do get accused of, you know, that it depends and, and the lack of um, expectation setting. So this is a great opportunity to be that, that legal department that is not the, the department of depends, but it's the, it's the department of we have answers and we have a timeline within which we are going to get back to you. This is fantastic. Thank you, Lucy. Final uh, thoughts in terms of where legal teams can start today to start to gain some control over this process. Today, every time that you respond to a client and answer a question, there is no reason why you shouldn't be tracking that answer in some sort of an easily searchable place. Um, Let's not use email for that. Even just copy and paste the substance of your email into a new document and start formulating some very brief FAQs. That's a place to start. Once you formulate two to three, share them across your department, get it feedback, get input, lock them down and say, these are our first, first FAQ series or set that we want to make available. But there's no place to start like today and with what you already have in your inbox, probably, and certainly in your sent files or your outbox. Lucy, thanks very much for joining me again today. I appreciate uh, your insights and perspectives and look forward to connecting again soon. Thanks for having me, Joanne.